Today is Monday, March 21st, 2022, and the corporate media lies to you. The intelligence agencies lie to you. The FBI lies to you, and federal law enforcement lie to you because they want to protect Democrats. You got to state the truth. These people rigged an election against you, and they have no remorse. That's right. 51 intelligence experts refuse to apologize for discrediting the true Hunter Biden laptop story as Russian propaganda. Well, 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 they don't even care about their own lies or getting caught. These people are the scum of the earth. Peter Schweitzer predicts that Hunter Biden will be going to jail and be indicted based on the revelations of his laptop. And Rand Paul vows to hold Dr. Fauci accountable by eliminating his position entirely. Well, that'll stick. He also wants to drag Dr. Fauci in for questioning under oath. We want that to happen badly. Trump draws a massive crowd at a Florida rally. You gotta see the images. Joe Biden could never. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. But I think perhaps the most egregious is those 51 former um, Mm. intelligence officials, high level officials. Now, uh, you know, we have gone to each one of them and asked them if they take back the lie that they told back before the election, just a few days after our original story, in which they said that the story and the emails and the material from the laptop, Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop, was Russian disinformation in their expert opinion. Well, not one of those 51 former intelligence <laughs> officials like John Brennan and Jack, James Clapper have uh, rescinded what they said. They uh, have either refused to comment or, like James Clapper, they've doubled down and said, no, I stand by it. I'm not a huge sports fan, ladies and gentlemen. You can uh, sort of tell. Men are simple creatures, really. We're like amoebas. We only have a couple brain cells to slam around, and you can only really be that interested in a few things. I choose politics uh, to be the thing that I'm just obsessed over, and that's about it. However, the activists inside the intel community are rigging the game. They're rigging the game against you. They're rigging the game against your team. You'd be furious if you went to watch a football game or a basketball game or the Olympics. You'd be furious if you chose the sport of your liking and you watched your team compete and you loved your team. They love Tom Brady in Tampa. I live in Tampa. They love Tom Brady in Tampa. If you went to the Buccaneers game and there's groupings of refs, right? There's teams of refs that go and ref each game. And every time that ref team called at the last play of the game against your team and lost them the game. Every time the refs were biased against your team, your players, your Tom Brady. Man, people would be furious. If this happened time and time again over the course of years and you were losing championships, you were losing rings, you were losing trophies, people spend a lot of money on these tickets. People are super invested in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm sure you're invested in some sports team around you. Boy, you'd get pissed. There'd be protests. There'd be demands for reform, firings. And that is exactly what happens with the Hunter Biden story. And with many stories, quite frankly, is the U.S. intelligence agencies and security apparatuses and law enforcement agencies are proving to be absolutely and totally compromised against Republicans, specifically against Donald Trump. They are being weaponized by the corporate Democrats to play a role in keeping you from 
having the representation that you want in your country. Now, of course, you're all aware of the 51 intelligence experts who said that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. That's lying. That's in and of itself is misinformation and disinformation. In their own letter, they said that they didn't have any evidence of this. So why the hell are they saying it? These guys get paid to lie for a living. It's what they do. They're liars. They're spy chiefs. Deception is what they do. Color revolutions is what they've done around the world. And so here we have a group of men and disgraced officials who lied to you to stage a revolution, a color revolution, a fake revolution in this country. It's why you should be pissed that these intel Intel experts have refused to apologize for the discredited Hunter Biden story. Spies who lie. This was the New York Post's cover, and they are correct. The New York Post went out and did this reporting and reported on Hunter Biden's laptop and the criminality behind it. And indeed, the laptop is real. It's the laptop from hell. It's verified. And the Biden family is in really hot water. We'll get to that in one second. These intel experts got together because corporate media was starting to pick this up because nobody really knew what to do with the story. And they needed to put out a wrap-up smear. Nancy Pelosi talks about the wrap-up smear in a really incredible clip. We'll tweet it again today. The wrap-up smear is this. When you have a piece of fake information that you're trying to smear your opponents with, you go and you take it to an organ that you own. Now, typically that's the corporate media. What's scary about this is that they went to the intel agencies to have these intel bosses and spy chiefs spread this disinformation, thus proving that they own these people, right? They're operators and they are the masters of them. And they went to them and they said, you gotta put this statement out. And then you point to that statement and say, look, it's Russian disinformation. Jen Psaki did this. Joe Biden did this time and time again. They pointed to these intel officers saying this is classic Russian disinformation. They knew that that would be enough for them to just point to and to obfuscate for you, the American people, this story. The most important story in America because polling shows that this would have swung the election. And we're not going to go down on a precinct level and argue, you know, exactly, you know, argue that this was the only bit of criminality or rigging that happened, but it was a huge deal. There was a lot of problems in the 2020 election. This was chief among them. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the worst tactics of the communist is to try and just silence your voice. They don't believe in free speech. They don't even believe in ideas that are different than theirs. It's a religion for these people. That's why deplatforming is one of their greatest tools. They want to take you off the internet. Build your own internet, the commies say. And you know, one company went out and did it. That's why we're proud to partner with RightForge. RightForge is a company that went out and built their own internet, their own servers, their own hardware in order to keep conservatives online. It's the only internet company devoted to core American values like free speech. On the front lines against the leftist cancel culture is RightForge and conservatives like me are threatened by big tech deplatforming. That's why I'm very proud to say that the BennyJohnson.com platform is completely hosted by RightForge. They're helping also bring President Trump back online by hosting Truth Social. 
So move your site, your domains to rightforge.com, the real American internet. It's time to support a company that supports you and supports American values and supports free speech. Rightforge, ladies and gentlemen, the true American internet. Polling shows that a plurality of voters would have voted the other way or decided to not vote for Biden if they had known his criminal enterprise run through his son was real. But they didn't know it because corporate media, NPR, and everyone else pointed to these intel chiefs and said, they said it's Russian disinformation. They had no evidence. They didn't have a blip of data to do that. They simply had fealty to the Democratic Party. And so these quizzling idiots who supposedly are in charge of your intel agencies, these are the guys who are supposed to know Russian disinformation right when they see it. It's their job. We pay them handsome salaries and give them godlike powers to investigate and to know these things. Well, these people did nothing. In fact, they did what they were trained to do, which is to lie to you. They turned the weapons of espionage and war that they had learned, the spycraft and the statecraft, on the American people, and they hid damaging evidence that would have led to the defeat of Joe Biden. That's what you call rigging an election. The New York Post writes, 51 former intelligence officials who cast out on the post-Hunter Biden laptop story in a public letter really were just desperate to get Joe Biden elected president. That's right. They are partisan hacks. They did this and they weaponized your own taxpayer dollars, your own faith in them against you to get their preferred candidate elected president. The end. It is one of the greatest, it is one of the greatest scandals in political history. More than that, a year later, after their deep state sabotage had been shown again and again to be a lie, they refused to own up to how they undermined the election. The officials, including CNN pundit and professional fabricator James Clapper, a man who was nearly charged for perjury for lying to Congress, signed a letter saying that the laptop was classic earmarks of Russian information operation. What proof did they have? By their own admission, none. We do not know if the emails are genuine or not, the letter said. They're just suspicious. Why? Because they hurt Biden's campaign. That's evidence enough. Keep in mind that this was written on October 19th, 2020, five days after the Post published its first story. Neither Joe Biden nor Hunter Biden had denied the story. They simply deflected the questions. And then they eventually picked up on the fact that all these spy chiefs and spy masters just called it without evidence Russian disinformation, which is itself a disinformation campaign. It's enough to hurt the brain. Politico picked up the letter and ran the false headline, Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinfo, dozens of former officials say. The headline is still online today, even though the letter clearly states that they don't know. The headline was tweeted out by legions of Democrats, including Jen Psaki, as proof that it's all a con. Thus, the pure speculation by a group of biased officials became gospel among the media. This is what the fake news used to say that this can now be ignored. Many of the letter signers continued to be used as experts by the media. Clapper spent years on CNN calling Donald Trump a Russian accent with absolutely no evidence. This is a lie that he invented. And the operatives of political campaigns like Hillary Clinton continue to this day to say that Donald Trump is compromised by the Russians with zero evidence. Very interesting, given the geopolitics of the time we live in. 
to ask the question, who is responsible? Who's responsible for Russia becoming unhinged? These people. The Post reached out to those who signed the letter, the New York Post, and asked whether they have any remorse. James Clapper, of all people, doubled down. Here is his response. Mike Hayden, former CIA director, now analyst for CNN, he didn't respond. James Clapper says, yes, I stand by the statement made at the time and would call attention to the fifth paragraph. I think sounding such a cautionary note at the time was appropriate. Leon Panetta, former CIA director and defense secretary, who now runs the uh, Public Policy Institute, declined to comment. John Brennan didn't respond. Thomas Fingar, uh, former National Intelligence Council chair, teaching at Stanford, he didn't respond. A bunch of the other people said that they were busy right now. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, I'll have to pass. I haven't followed the case recently, says these scum. Ladies and gentlemen, the reality is this. You must ask your Republican officials and demand that they rip the intel classification from these people because they are abusing it. You must ask that their security clearances get stripped. I spent all weekend saying we must rip the security clearances, which Congress can do. We must strip these men of their security clearances, thus eliminating their capacity to rig our elections against us. That is the punishment for perpetrating this crime against the American people. There is nothing that is more important than the free flow of information. People are smart. We do our show, we research day and night, and we come up with a show for you to present information to you. Now, will we ever tell you what to do? Of course not. That's up for you to decide. You're a smart, free individual living in America. But we will show you the information that no one else will. We will give you the evidence, and then we'll let you decide. They were so scared of this laptop Because it showed the criminality of the Biden crime family. It showed how they were engaging in pay for play with some of the most evil nations on earth and how Hunter Biden was the bag man for his scumbag father. And they were aware that polling showed that if the American people knew about this, they'd ask some real legitimate questions. And it would have ended the 2020 election in scandal for the Bidens. This is perhaps the biggest bombshell piece of political evidence of wrongdoing in American history. And now we know it's true. And now we know that Hunter Biden is about to be indicted. And we also know that the organs of the state, in order to protect their preferred political candidate, coordinated and turned against you, the American people, to keep information from you. These men should all be disgraced, stripped of their security clearances, have their names carved off any walls that they happen to be on inside of the FBI or NSA or CIA. And they should never be allowed to do this to you again. Because ladies and gentlemen, this is how you lose your country. We have a very positive show here, but we're starting to see a trend and it's starting to really concern us. The trend is this. The corporate press get together and collude with a group of experts, TM, copyright, the experts. They did this when it came to the lab leak theory. The experts got together and Dr. Fauci coordinated a paper in order to get these scientists to come together and say there's no such thing as a lab leak. Definitely, definitely COVID was not created in a lab. Definitely, definitely, definitely guarantee it. 100% pinky swear COVID not created in a lab. 
We promised COVID was not created in the We double dog, double dog pinky swear here. And Dr. Fauci's teeny, teeny little elf on a shelf pinky. I mean, you couldn't even put your, you know, you couldn't even pinky swear and snap it right off. Such a teeny little goblin man. What led to World War II? Well, there's a lot of factors, but one of the leading ones was inflation. The German mark became worthless for the German people because of stupid policies. It was like a billion marks to buy a loaf of bread. Does that sound familiar? Have you checked the price of grain recently in America? This is what out-of-control inflation for a fiat currency looks like. Insane markups on everything from fuel to houses to used cars to bread. Get ready. It's going to hit you in the grocery store soon. Hedge against this type of insanity by investing in something real. Real value right now. Gold and silver from Birch Gold is a time-tested mark of value. Precious metals have historically been a safe haven in times of inflation. Birch Gold is the leader in converting IRAs and 401ks into tax-sheltered IRAs backed by gold and silver. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help you protect your savings. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. There's no obligation to get this info. Text Benny to 989898 to get your free info kit now. Go gold right now before it's too late. The reality is we must protect against this type of PSYOP. Disinformation, misinformation. It's a rigging of you, the information that you know. It's intended to hurt or deceive you. It's intended to be something that gets you to be stupider, not smarter. And it's going to take away our capacity to have free information in this country. So we have to be wise. We have to not trust these people. And we have to continue to speak the truth. And so that's what we're doing. One of the people who speaks the most truth about Hunter Biden is Peter Schweitzer. Peter Schweitzer is a man who has investigated the Biden crime family. He's released books about it. He knows the insides and outs of this case. And he says that Hunter Biden is going to jail. He said it this weekend on Fox News. Have a listen. Welcome back. We are back with Peter Schweitzer, the president of the Government Accountability Institute, as we talk about all of the alleged money and deals that Hunter Biden did with officials across the world, particularly in China, Russia and Ukraine. Peter, we're showing the business deals that includes a three and a half million dollar check from the uh, former uh, mayor of Moscow's wife. Give us your take on the FBI and the Department of Justice's investigation right now into all of this. Is the FBI investigating Hunter Biden, and could that happen while Joe Biden is president? Yeah, in fact, I think this New York Times piece, the fact that they got cooperation from Team Biden and probably from the Hunter Biden legal team, is an indication to me they are extremely concerned that he is going to be indicted. This grand jury's been meeting since 2018. They were suspended during COVID because of health care protocols. It's back up and running, and it's very clear that when it comes to the, uh, the issues related to tax evasion and money laundering and the other issues wrapped up with it, they are extremely concerned that Hunter Hunter Biden's going to be indicted. And I think this article is an effort to frame that conversation in a way that could be the most favorable to them. 
It's not just Peter Schweitzer who says that Hunter Biden will be seeing the prison bars. Peter Schweitzer, of course, noting there that the New York Times wouldn't be covering this story if they didn't try to protect the Biden crime family. They're trying to frame the story in a way that's positive to keep Hunter Biden out of jail. It's not going to work. Hunter Biden's lawyer, who acts as the defense attorney for the troubled child's baby mama. Hunter Biden has a child with a stripper. Joe Biden refuses to acknowledge the existence of that child, but nonetheless, that child exists and deserves dignity. Hunter Biden impregnated a stripper. They're in a lawsuit together, and this lawyer, through discovery, has seen Hunter Biden's financial disclosures. This lawyer said last week, hey, guys, this dude is going to jail. This dude is going to be indicted. This man is as crooked as a $3 bill And this is just the tip of the iceberg because everything that Hunter did was in association with his father because Hunter, as Hunter goes, man, so goes Joe. Uh, My boy George ain't smart enough to pull off a con that big, (laughs) says George Costanza's father in Seinfeld. And that's what Joe says about Hunter. This family is so full of dullards and just morons They are such a dim family. The Biden family, not intelligent, not a gift that was given to them by God. Joe Biden was running Hunter. Joe Biden was telling Hunter what to do. We know this through multiple interviews with Tony Bobulinski, through documents, through paper trails. It was Joe Biden's operation. Hunter Biden was a bag man who was going around the world and picking up bags for his dad. So what's the end game here? I think they're trying to get Biden out of office. I'm not joking. I think that's the goal. The goal is that the elites have decided that Joe Biden has outlasted his usefulness. He is past his prime, past the expiration date. Ding, got to throw it in the trash. Joe Biden is hurting Democrats down ticket. He's hurting their power structure, which is extremely fragile. There's going to be a wave election. Joe Biden is deeply unpopular. He can't speak. He can't move. Joe Biden doesn't make any sense. Every time he opens his mouth, he plunges the party further into decay. And Joe Biden, of course, isn't someone who can go campaign. He's too frail. Are you seeing Joe Biden on the trail right now? It's totally weird what's happening. You're not seeing Joe Biden now campaigning with other members of Congress, trying to win Senate seats, trying to win the majority. Nope. Joe Biden doesn't even get invited to those kind of trips because everybody knows that he's nuclear residue radioactive. So they're saying we got to get rid of him. That's what I think. I'm just one man with a podcast and a streaming show. I think that that's what's happening. They're saying, hey, we got to get rid of Joe Biden. We're done. We're done with this dude. And now they're giving the okay for federal prosecutors and for the New York Times, which is an organ of the Democratic Party, to start seeding the ground and salting the earth against the Bidens. That's what's happening. If you do not get prosecuted for these crimes, if you do not have the security clearances stripped from these security officers, intel spy chiefs, then they're going to do it again and again and again. You haven't seen bad yet. I think it's going to get really bad in 2024. I think things are going to happen that are going to be really dangerous. So stay attentive, America. We certainly will be helping you on this show uh, to bring you the news that the corporate press will not. But nonetheless, if there are no consequences, well, then they'll do it again and again and again. That's why we are very excited for consequences for Dr. Fauci as Rand Paul illuminated this week. 
He will be introducing the Fauci Amendment to prevent health dictatorship. Whew, man, we are excited about this. Rand Paul says that Republicans will take control of the Senate. He will become a chairman of the committee of a committee and pledges to the American people that he will use his subpoena power to get Fauci's emails unredacted and to bring Fauci in and to have Fauci under oath testify in an interview about the origins of COVID-19. Are you ready for that? That is a wall-to-wall, prime-time, glued-to-my-TV bit of hearings. You can trust we'll be broadcasting those hearings, and we'll be in the corner having a full conversation about it. Very, very excited. Rand Paul making this promise as he introduces amendments in order to eliminate Dr. Fauci's position. Dr. Fauci's position is a health dictatorship, according to Rand Paul. I would eliminate Dr. Fauci's position as NAID director, as well as divide his power into three separate institutes. Well, that would be nice. Each of these three institutes will be led by a director who is appointed by the president and confirmed by the Senate over a five-year term. The senator added that he will create accountability and oversight in taxpayer-funded positions largely abused by government bureaucracies and responsible for the failures and misinformation during COVID-19. Good. No person should have unilateral authority to make decisions for millions of Americans. That's right. We're reminded of a quote from Bill Barr when Bill Barr talked about slavery as it pertains to the federal government's ability to lock you in your house. Bill Barr, and we're paraphrasing here, said, not since the time of slavery has the government had such control over an individual to erode their rights, to lock them in their house, to steal how they make their bread. Dr. Fauci abused you, abused the American people, and you deserve recompense, at the very least in the form of the truth. This is what Rand Paul is promising, and he says he's going to do it. Let's listen to him hold of, uh, that they got a hold of and shared with the world. The NIH's own uh, story about the origins of coronavirus, so we know he lied there. Will he ever be held accountable, or is he going to pass like every other liberal Democrat? If the Republicans take over the Senate, I'll be chairman of a committee, and I absolutely pledge to the American people, I will use the subpoena power to get every one of those emails unredacted. I will also have them come in and interviewed under oath by an investigator. We are going to get to the bottom of this. Why? Six million people died around the world, and they've covered up whether this came from a lab. They completely dismissed it, and they kind of admitted in their emails why they dismissed it. They said it would be damaging to the reputation of the NIH, damaging to the reputation of Fauci and Collins, and damaging in the reputation to the Chinese researchers. So they covered it up because they did not want the truth to be told, but we will find the truth. If you were watching this weekend and you saw that clip, you probably stood up and cheered. You probably praised the Lord. Hallelujah. You were saying on Sunday morning, let's drag Fauci in for under oath testimony about the origins of COVID, the thing that destroyed all of our lives. But not so fast, you see, because Dr. Fauci may be retiring, perhaps upon seeing the Republicans win massive majorities and there is a huge desire to get accountability out of Fauci, he would retire. Dr. Fauci threatened his retirement earlier in the week on a podcast saying he can't stay in this position forever. I don't want to die at my desk. Yeah, well, 
You've seen enough death, Dr. Fauci, and encouraged enough death uh, in this country as the 81-year-old longest-serving public health official and the highest-paid member of the federal government. However, unfortunately, Dr. Fauci backtracked this week, saying that he's got a long way to go as it pertains to COVID. Here's uh, the clip here of Fauci saying on ABC News, maybe I'll stay around a little while. Everyone likes me so much. You know, you said you're going to stay in this job until we get out of the pandemic phase. Of course, you've been serving your country now for decades. Are we approaching the point where we are past the pandemic phase and you'll uh, go get some rest? <laughs> I'm not so sure, George. I want to make sure we're really out of this before I really seriously consider doing anything different. We're still in this. We have a way to go. I think we're clearly going in the right direction. I hope we stay that way. It's like asking King George if he wants to keep the 13 colonies during the Revolutionary War. Man, Dr. Fauci, his days are numbered. If he stays in this position, and we hope that he does, actually, you can mark it on the record. We hope that Dr. Fauci stays because we want him to be dragged in as the sitting director by the Senate and by the Congress, and we want him to be skewered on a hot Weber grill run and ran and fueled by the burning embers of Americans who are pissed at the most dangerous bureaucrat in American history. We want to see Ted Cruz. We want to see Jim Jordan. We want to see Rand Paul go in. There's a lot to be upset about right now. Again, we try and have a positive show. We're positive people. We're happy people. But holy Moses, is inflation bad? Is this nation going through it right now? There is a huge issue as it pertains to the direction of this nation. We are very, very worried economically because that shows you precisely what kind of country you're going to leave for your children. Any good person wants to leave a good country for their kid. Any honors, honorable or honest person wants a country that is stable. For their children, do you have grandchildren? Do you have children? Man, that's the number. I've spent the, I spent Sunday at the pool with my kid, and my entire life is making sure that she has a good country to inherit when I am gone. That is the goal. Boy, are things looking like Joe Biden has destroyed this place in no less than one year. Bloomberg is saying that you should let your pets die because of inflation. You should take the bus in a lecturing op-ed that they got roasted for. I don't know what Bloomberg's trying to do here, carry water for the administration. But man, they were they were ratioed for this one. An op-ed by Teresa Galarucci at Bloomberg was criticized for suggesting how to deal with inflation. Galarucci says that you should switch to vegetables instead of meat and cut back on chemotherapy for pets to beat inflation. That's right. Let your dog die and eat the bugs. Live in the pod. You will own nothing and you will be happy. It may sound harsh, she lectured, but researchers actually don't recommend pet chemotherapy, which can cost $10,000 for ethical reasons. She also posed taking public transportation as prices are up 8%. Uh, 8 to 38% for gasoline and that there should be fuel limits at various gas stations and we started to see that this weekend. Check out this image from a Twitter user in New Jersey of a fuel limit at the pump 
We've never seen anything like this before. You can see fueling limit $125. These people are such trash. Eat the bugs. We hate to be right. We hate to be right. But we've been saying for a long time, it's designed. It's planned. They want this to happen. They have full control. They want you to run out of gas. They want you to run out of meat. They don't want you to live a happy life. They want you to be miserable. They need control over you. They have to break you of the world that you inherited, that is your birthright, that your grandparents and ancestors fought for so that you could slap a delicious bone-in ribeye on the grill and eat cheap meat and have a delicious dinner that is nutritious for your family and good for you. You want to eat meat. Eating meat, man, I'm doing the carnivore diet right now. It's awesome. I feel great. I have fantastic energy. I have fantastic focus and control. I have a bourbon. I had a bourbon this weekend. Fantastic American bourbon. They want to make the fuel so expensive that you can't drive. They want to strip you of the capacity to be what you were born into. Your birthright is the most powerful political movement and political party in American history. You, parents, middle-class, free Americans, you're the most powerful people in human history. You have money in the bank, you have land, you have property, you have savings, you have the ability and the capacity to move, you have free speech, and they want to strip you of all of it. They want to take away your rights because they cannot control you, and that is a threat to their dominance over you. It is the master and slave relationship. It has existed before the ancient times. The master and slave relationship is what they are trying to reassert. These slaves have risen up. They have become educated and wealthy and strong and powerful. And 2016 proved that they did not have the weapons good enough to defeat us. And so now 51 intelligence experts, spy chiefs have to sign a letter to rig our elections. That's what they resort to. It's becoming pathetic, and in a way, it's kind of beautiful because you look at these Bloomberg articles and you you watch the ratios and the roasting. It's like people are getting awake. We were doing Candace Owens' show last week, and Candace was thankful for Joe Biden. I said, that's going to be clipped by Media Matters and The View. Candace said, thanks, Joe Biden, because Joe Biden is actually proving through his doltishness exactly how malevolent these rulers are and how corroded and corrupted Uh, the oligarchy that runs this country is. And people are getting sick of it. People are awake. They're seeing the truth. And you're red-pilling and black-pilling millions and millions in real time. Nobody likes what's happening in this country as consumer prices are soaring. The consumer price index rose 7.9% in February. Soaring prices affecting food, clothing, shelter. Of course, you are watching this happen in real time. They want you to be poor. They want you to eat the bugs. They want you to own nothing. And they're trying to shop around (laughs) stories in Bloomberg to convince you that it's okay to let your doggy die as you eat the bugs. That used to be a steak. Yeah, it's not going to work, guys. What people see and what people are hungry for is a return, a return to a better time. People remember 2016, 2017, 2018. They remember cheap gas, cheap groceries, mean tweets, Stable border, secure world, no new wars, they remember. And that's why they packed, I mean 
hacked into an arena for a Donald Trump rally in Florida. Here's your good news to end your day. Man, oh man, the Donald Trump rally in Florida was bananas. The Trump rally was called the American Freedom Tour in Sunrise, Florida. Candace Owens, Dan Bongino, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Kimberly Guilfoyle, Trump Jr., they all spoke. The arena was packed. And according to the Gateway Pundit, let's be honest, Joe Biden could never, ever do this. What did Trump say at this event to this packed audience? Well, naughty word, we've bleeped it. But Donald Trump dropping some Moabs here as it pertains to peace through strength. Listen. When I was in the White House, we had peace through strength. They didn't around with us. Donald Trump. Nobody effed around with us. Yeah, that's right, because they knew Trump was that man. I've hung out with Trump backstage. He's hilarious. The most interesting part about Donald Trump is that he's just like the same guy backstage as he is on the stage. He's really, really funny. If you watch his old comedy sketches and his old stuff on Saturday Night Live and in corporate media, like Donald Trump is a funny dude. And he used very colorful language. When I've been with him behind the scenes, he uses colorful language. And let's say he talks like a New York real estate billionaire. That's just that's just the that's just what it is. All right, it's what it is. We're not saying it's right. We're not saying it's good. But Trump, not the first time we've heard him drop an f bomb. But ladies and gentlemen, desperate times, desperate measures. Donald Trump said, "My personality kept us out of war. I'm the only president in recent history to not get us into a new war." Uh, fact check, true. Listen to this. When you have a president who always put America first, the fake news said my personality would get us into war. Don't vote for Trump. This guy, his personality is going to get us into war. And actually, it was my personality is what kept us out of war. Currently, the Biden regime is going hat in hand, begging on their broken, syphilitic, uh, Alzheimer-stricken knees to some of the most evil regimes in the world for oil. Venezuela, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Russia, as of late, begging them for oil, not producing any oil here, putting sanctions on American oil, not putting sanctions on the oil of dictators and evil regimes around the planet who are murderers. They would rather enrich the communist Venezuelans or the theocratic terrorist funders, Iran, Iran funding terrorists to kill American soldiers in Iraq for the entire extent of the Iraq war. And even now, Iran shooting missiles at us and they're trying to re-sign the Iran nuclear agreement. And Russia is the person who is uh, deliberating that. Incredible. And just the bungling stupidity of the foreign policy as it pertains to Joe Biden. Donald Trump saw it and had this to say about dependence on foreign oil. Despite the fact that America is the most energy-rich nation on the planet, we are sitting on more liquid gold than any other nation. 
And I got to the end war in Alaska because of a horrible, horrible senator named Lisa Murkowski. <laughs> Biden is now pathetically begging countries like Saudi Arabia, Iran, Venezuela to please bail out America when just one and a half years ago we were getting rich and powerful off of our energy. We never produce so much and we never will unless Republicans get back into office, and I mean quickly. We say it a lot on this show, the chingling that you hear every single time that they say that Hunter Biden's laptop from hell was real or every time they talk about the border collapse or every single time that they describe NATO being weak or Russia being someone that needed to not be placated, that needed to be peace through strength, China the same, those chingling that you hear is the sound of a coin going into the Trump was right jar. You hear it day and night, and it has a lot of people wishing Trump was back. Even Trump acknowledging the meme, Trump was right. Put a penny in the Trump was right jar. Listen. The lunatics run our government and the White House, and you can't say that I didn't warn you. I said it was going to happen. I predicted all this stuff. I said, you're going to have seven, eight, nine dollars gasoline. That's happened. California just hit close to nine. Wow. I said it during the debate. Loud and clear Crazy. for all to hear. And they laughed. They laughed. Oh, Trump. Oh, he's so funny. Oh, he's so funny. <laughs> but now they're saying that Trump was right. And it's quickly become a slogan. That's what a lot of our hats not my house. People are making that. Trump was right. Thank you very much for those people. Yep. Yes. Trump was right. And they say he was right about everything. If you take a look at all these different things, you can go into a lot of subjects. Another one of Joe Biden's most appalling disasters is the nightmare he's created on our southern border. Totally. Oh, yeah. The fake news doesn't even report it. You never see these stories. But everyone sees what's happening to our country. And that people are unable to live in peace. And if you live on the border, it's so dangerous. And this is people that have been there for 40 years, and this has never been like this. Their, their homes are being horribly raided, and bad things are happening We agree with Candace Owens. Maybe Joe Biden is a gift. Clip it. Put it up on Twitter. Libs, maybe Joe Biden is a gift. Your boy, Benny. I agree because so many people are recognizing that there was a better way. There was a way with $2 gasoline, cheap groceries, mean tweets, a secure border and a safe world. No new wars. People miss it and they miss it more than ever. And, you know, it's like the prodigal son, the parable, the prodigal son, the story. It's prescient to this day. Sometimes you got to live with the slop. Sometimes you got to live with the pigs to realize how good you had it. And there's a lot of people living with pigs these days. And man, those pigs are uh, dirty. They're dirty. They're a dirty bunch of dogs. And those pigs should be turned into bacon because bacon's awesome. But a dirty, filthy pig, a rotted old swamp is what we got in D.C. It's time to change it. We on this channel care about three things in this order. God, family, country. We were born free men and women, and we intend to stay that way. So thank you for watching The Benny Show. We're fighting here on this channel. If you want to support us, please share the link to this live. Please subscribe to our page. Subscribe to our channel. It's the best thing you can do to help us out. God bless all of you. 
Have a fantastic day. Keep memeing. Keep fighting. We're fighting right alongside with you. See ya.